Hello friends, I'm Taylor. And I'm Matson. Together we are partners. <laughs> Our whole intro is messed up, guys, so we're going to go slightly different. I'm Taylor. I'm here every week. I'm your host, and I bring you the perspective of a licensed mental health counselor, aka therapist and new mother. And we have guesting with us this week. Again, my name's Matson. I'm Taylor's husband. So while I don't have a degree in therapy, I live with a therapist. So maybe I'm a therapist myself. Does that make you qualified, babe? I mean, I feel like I know a thing or two. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know. You did have a psych minor, or not minor. Um, That's what he graduated in from college. So we'll give him it, right? Like kind of a guest that way. Look, therapy, I, I know therapy is my life. And, you know, I don't envy what you do. And when the, you know, when couples ask, like, how'd your day go? My day is like, pretty boring and the same with work tape i mean sometimes she has some crazy stuff non-crazy stuff but she deals with things and i'm thankful for her <laughs> don't worry Brittany will be back now i know y'all miss the scissors dynamic uh she should be back here shortly just a lot going on in her life um but i'm filling in until then so bear with me we love Britt. All right. So don't forget to follow us on, on Instagram and hit that like, follow, or subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're liking what you hear, leave us a five-star review. It helps us to know what contact you like and spreads the love to others to get resources and help for our mental health. So we're, as always, we're just trying to spread the love. So today we're going to do the final part of our social media. We took a little bit of a break in the last two weeks. The so first week was creepy cases, which was really fun with Matson. For Halloween, we just want to do something different. And I like Halloween a lot. So I think it was something that I just wanted to, to give an ode to. And honestly, we learn all these crazy studies and we don't really get to do anything with them. So it was something fun to do with finally. Um, so, and then the week before we were just took a little bit of a break, a snippet on events coming up this week. We do, if you're in the area, have a yoga event coming up for teens, which is awesome at the spark, Udia, uh, spark yoga studio. Um, and in it's Friday at 2 PM on the 17th. In Snohomish, right? In Snohomish. This one's by Fred Meyer and Bickford. So Home Depot, Fred Meyer in that little area um, by Arby's that zone and it's cool because they offer it for free we they're trying to do it every month for the teens give a connection and just a little snippet on mental health me and co will be there if you want to come say hi but it's an opportunity for people to get connection baby banks may be there as well baby banks may be there because he's got to represent and he would be pretty stinking cute doing yoga so he may make an appearance so yeah you're in the area check it out Yes. So today is our last and final part of social media. And I actually really loved researching this one. Matson was, I think, the one. Did you come up with this idea? Yep. I thought it would have been an impactful, just it's prevalent. I mean, it's always a topic of conversation. Um, as you guys, those that listened to me last time, I love stats, statistics, researching things. So I get a little bit, uh, as Taysa is a little bit nerdy. Um, so I kind of dove down this rabbit hole and I was like, babe, there's so much stuff here. And she um doing your therapy a lot with teens and, and couples and things but especially teens deals a lot with this and i thought it would be helpful for her and i really think has armed her with more ammunition for her sessions to help teens in finding the balance here yeah it wasn't a subject that i really initially thought about but then when he said it, i was like i don't know why i didn't think of that one because it is one i get asked a lot from parents on how to approach because it's definitely an interesting one day to day how to manage so if you don't quite know how to manage it. We give um, options for teens, how to advocate for it and use it properly in the second episode, as well as parents on how to like 
um, manage it, approach it and deal with teens that want it because your kid's going to want it one day. This final part was my favorite one. It's myth busting. Matson, did you ever watch Mythbusters? Oh yeah. I love that show. I always I knew the, it. the episodes where they blew things up. Uh-huh. Absolute favorites of mine. Do you remember any of them? Uh, I mean, I remember they did the literal bowl in the China shop. Uh, they? they put a bunch of China ware and like this bowl ring, put a bowl in there and the bowl never knocked them down. Um, wow. I'm trying to, I mean, I remember I this one running in the rain. Is it quicker to run in the rain? Why can't I speak today? Is it quicker to run in the rain or walk in it? And they figured out it's actually better or like not quicker, but like you get less wet and it was better to walk in it because it's about the same either way. Mm. So it doesn't really matter. They did a lot of like bullet testing ones. I remember they did one where like shooting. A they like to shoot in the water and like it never looked like it did in the movies. And then, um, I just remember a lot of things blowing up and I was okay with that. And I was okay with that. Yeah. It was like, I think it was around the time. It didn't come out when we were like teens. So it just seemed like something you would like. like early preteen in the, te- I mean, it was on for a while. I miss it. Yeah. Mythbusters. If you were Brittany right now, you'd sing Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm not Brittany though. So <laughs> Lame. I was seeing if I could get you. <laughs> All right. So I came up with a few different things. There's like, on TikTok specifically, y'all like TikTok that are teens. I don't know why I hate TikTok, but good, I guess. I like Instagram dog videos. That's like my thing. Matson will find me scrolling through. He put a thing on my phone so I would stop being so inefficient with my day. I'm just trying to help you out, scrolling. but you just bypass it anyway. So I do just bypass it because you know what? Sometimes you just want to look at dog videos longer. You gave me 15 minutes. We now watch a lot of chubby baby videos now, too, though. Oh, the chubby babies are our favorites, yeah. Before it was dogs and we had a kid, now it's chubby babies. So there's five different – one, two, three, four, I can count. Yeah, four different areas that we want to talk about for myth-busting today from TikTok. The first one is POV. Matson, do you know what POV is? Point of view. Nailed it. Good job. Thank you. All right. So this one's really interesting because as we went through kind of the typical trends on TikTok and social media, we noticed that there was a lot of point of view. So it was specifically on mental health where people would be like, if you experience these symptoms, you probably have this mental health disorder. Um, Like expressing things like if you're not getting out of bed and watching dog videos all morning, you're probably majorly depressed. When in fact, I was just super pregnant and done with it. Or, and I was not, I was not depressed. I was just pregnant as heck. Or, um, you are, I don't know, like, Madsen, have you seen Well, did they have ADHD point of view videos? Oh, I've yeah, seen a lot of those, right? Yeah, you probably looked a lot of those up to try and handle me. Yeah, they just show, I mean, they seem what sporadic. What have you learned? I don't remember. They, it just is more confusing than what I thought it was. Yeah. So this is the thing, though, is that when people say this point of view is this thing, the problem with that is that it's super individualized first off. So when that person is giving their experience of handling this mental health disorder, that is their own individualized experience, right? Mental health is often like, guys, it's it's a mess. Like, it's super gray. This is not like a straightforward, like, you know, you can go to the doctor and you, they can see your rash or they can see your arm is broken and be like, this is this rash or this is how your arm is broken, right? Like it's pretty straightforward going to the doctor most of the time, like unless you have some weird disease. But most of the time you go in and they're like, oh yeah, it's just this. You come into us and then I sit there and I'm like, 
well, it could be this, or it could be this, or it could be this. Like, it could be anxiety. It could be depression. It could be bipolar. It could be cyclothymia. It could be, it could be. And I can go down the list of things, and I have to start ruling it out based off of not symptoms, based off what symptoms are not present, and based off what does not qualify for that one. I literally go in and say, how do you not meet this standard? Not vice versa, or how do you meet this one? So when people are going on TikTok, they're literally going and saying, oh, I have all those things. Yeah, it's like me Googling the Mayo Clinic and saying I have all these things. Guess what? I can make myself look like I have cancer every day if I Google stuff because they always say you may have cancer if you say my stomach hurts. And that's the problem, right? Yeah, I think it's it comes to, I mean, take movies you've seen and things like trends that are set by celebrities or things that you see on TV. I mean, social media, what we're talking about, you take a lot of those things at face value when in reality you need to slow down and, and take a second and not just say, oh, I have two of those five things that I saw in the video. Oh, I must be this. And it kind of sensationalizes it, popularizes it. And I think that's a lot of the, and those videos are kind of popular. Sometimes they're yeah, like the ADHD ones. Popular. They were trendy. Like someone, one of them was like a skateboarding video of like what, what my, and it was a skateboard is ADHD perspective, but people could get skewed to be like, oh, I'm, I relate to that when they're, presentation of symptoms could be completely different. And I think with those algorithms and things, you're going to see the feeds displayed to you that are already correlated to your lifestyle. And you're like, yep, that's me. When in reality, it may not be that at all. Right. Like you got to remember these feeds that you're looking at when you're on social media are meant to, you like that video, you're going to keep getting videos similar to that. That doesn't mean expert wise that that's what you have. That just means that's the content that you like. And the problem with the content that you like is you don't even know what's behind that person making it. You don't know if they're trying to sell something. You don't know if they just are misinformed. You don't know if they're doing it out of their own negative mental health. Other times too, Mattson said it, um, you didn't use the word I'm going to use. You used a different word, sensationalizes. It's like with teens, we say romanticizes. It's mm-hmm. glorifying almost in a way this thing that's not even something we necessarily want to glorify. It's like saying, oh, I have cancer and I want to have cancer. Like, no, we would never say that. That Even just saying that made me feel icky. Like, um, it's, it's this strong mental health thing that it's not a blanket statement for everybody, but these point of view videos that's saying, if you have this, when you do this, you have this, can create a lot of problems and can cause what we call implantation or be misleading. You're literally putting in people's minds that they have something that they may not even have. And then they can go into this whole other thing where they're mirroring. So they don't even have that symptoms that they think they have that symptom. And then they come and trying to present that symptom. And then sometimes they'll be like, this is inconsistent. Is this really a real symptom or is this something that you're just coming up with? And sometimes it's something that they've just come up with. They'll say, I have ticks and they're making their head tick or I have something else. And it, it's literally um, – an implantation thought. Oh yeah, I can absolutely relate to that. Two things, I calling out our first episode on social media, just remember that 9% of the resources come from professionals on social media. So that means you're going to say this. That means the other 91% of what you're seeing, don't forget that. It's it's from just people, it could be me. Yeah, I know a few things, but mm-hmm. I I don't exactly know what I'm talking about and I could be like, "Oh, this is what I think depression is or this mm-hmm. is what having anxiety feels like to me. And maybe some of the things I do say in the video could be correct or not wrong, but a mm-hmm. lot of it, it's just my personal experience and I may be completely wrong. And that's what a lot of those videos are. And we just don't have individuals like Taylor, for instance, there's not a lot of people that really know what they're talking about showing 
what it, that really feels like. And I think the last thing I wanted to call is I did a trip to Europe a while back and um, I was an idiot. And one of the last hotels we stayed at was a quick stop gap, like literally a night to get on the train the next day. I found out the hotel a while back had like bed bugs or something, but it had been treated, but it was like in my head. And I went to bed that night and I started to get itchy and I was like, I've got big, like they're all over. Me. I got bed bugs and it carried into the next day and I never had them, but I thought so much that I had it. Like I, made that happen. Um, and I think as Tay was talking about a lot of these things, we see what we want to to believe and we start to perpetuate, oh, I am that thing. Oh, I have, I've experienced that. Oh, am I, am I that? And then you start to believe that. And I think a lot of these videos kind of harp on that fear. Um, and maybe it's not fear, but they, uh, they dramatize and romanticize as Tay talked about. We have to be careful of that. It pulls on some part of your emotions, whether it's fear or validation or finding a spot where you actually are like heard. Like you could have something going on, but you could get it totally wrong by these point of view videos, right? And like you said, 9% of us actually know what we're talking about. At the end of the day, though, it is freaking hard to diagnose, which is why we're extremely cautious and extremely careful when we do. And it takes a lot of wisdom and a lot of practice to even hit the zone. And I'm not going to lie. I've gotten it wrong before and I had to go back and be like, wait, 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 like we need to revisit this. And I'm digging, intensely digging in a non-biased viewpoint to actually get this label. Like if I was to diagnose myself, I'd be like, oh yeah, I have all these things. At the end of the day though, I don't like, and that's where you're biased for yourself. Meaning you have your own viewpoints and you have like a leaning towards what you think you have and sometimes that's totally wrong. Sometimes you know, and then sometimes you don't know, like Matt's insane, like the bed bug thing. You didn't have bed bugs, but in your head, you were totally convinced of it. That's psychosomatic, meaning you have this, this sub somatic symptoms coming out that you think it's portraying this like physical symptom that is associated with whatever you think you have. So this is where it is super cautious to give out specific sometimes I mean, we will give out specifics, but it's also just like application of them is where I'm very like, let's see your own individual application. Don't just go off what my application of ADHD is or my application of anxiety because I have the combination that's different from other people's anxiety or ADHD. So I don't look textbook. Other people won't look textbook either. Anything else on that one? Yeah, we covered it. We covered that one pretty good. I'm not going to lie. That one fires me up a lot because I have this one come in. So hopefully I drilled it home of just because somebody says they have that, be cautious for yourself. Don't just buy into whatever people are saying because there's a lot of nuance to this game of diagnosing. I think I hit that home pretty hard. Um, the next one, number two, is glow up trend from 2023. I had no idea what this was. <laughs> Did you know what it was? No, I just know the show <laughs> Glow Up, or isn't that like the makeup oh, show, right? I love this show. Yes, it's on Netflix, people. If you haven't watched it, you gotta watch it because it's cool. They do like all these makeup competitions that I can never do, and they actually are like. Here's ADHD and it's fantasious went complete like, but isn't it like that's scissors. Was that misinformation? Was I wrong? Was I telling her I may not? No, glow up is real. Google it, people. I am not lying to you. Glow up is actually really fun to watch for me. You may not appreciate it, but Mattson appreciated it too. And he doesn't even wear makeup. Did you watch it a few times with me? I wore makeup in sixth grade one time when I was the farmer's wife and music man. That was my shining moment. Had like a 10 second solo or something beautiful why were you a farmer's wife in the musical for sixth okay. grade 
Yeah. Did you try out for this or were you no, just my, assigned my to be the teacher wife? wanted it to. No, I was sorry as the husband. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was going to be like, you had a total gender change. But how, that's a big difference, Madsen. I brain farted. You brain farted enough to change your whole gender? I'm sorry. That was really funny. All right. Madsen, what's a glow up? I, a glow up is when, I mean, I want to make myself look good. I want to feel good. I want to be good, right? Or am I am I off? Yeah, I mean, well, usually it's referred to like you grow up and you glow up. Like everybody told me, which is kind of sad but true, that I really glowed up. <laughs> once I oh hit yeah, Tay, Tay had like a fro. She went through. We all go through rough stage. I had wrapped her arms. I was Tay like, you were a skinny hair. redhead. You can't even. But we we came out all right. We think we came out okay. And if we didn't, just tell us. Just we did. tell us we're beautiful, anyways. But. Uh, yeah, so it's usually where you like grow up and you get more attractive or you just improve on things. So the, the challenge this year is um, like looking better and gl- like growing better. So it's dream self, list of goals and behavior that people want to execute in order to set have a glow up, meaning a better version of yourself. Oh, so- I remember these videos now. Okay. Do you remember what they are since you isn't it like people it's almost like a news resolution type pretty much oh i want to be x y and z here's how i'm going to get it done and they like show exactly the steps they're going to do that but my guess is what tends to happen is with like anything on social media we compare ourselves or like Ooh, like I've always aspired to be this person oh they're doing that like i should do that like i can do these things but a lot of times these people making this content, we don't really know if they fall through on those things. And a lot of times they're lofty goals or things. And then you, or you just feel bad because your life isn't that way and you can't do those goals or similar goals and begin to say, am I worth it? Am I enough? And I think there's just a lot of comparison and unrealistic expectations. He's an armchair expert. Shout out <laughs> to the Dax podcast. Did you ever listen to that one? Armchair expert by Dax Shepard. No, but I oh, he interviews like celebrities. It's fascinating. I actually like it. And he calls himself the armchair expert. So he's like a fake therapist, but he's into a lot of therapy, he says. So he knows. We're just out here recommend all kinds of content. Just keep listening to us, though. I actually. <laughs> yeah, because we give good recommendations. Um, but that is absolutely true. The problem with a lot of this is the unrealistic expectations. So I'm all for people wanting to improve. That's literally my job, right? My job is to teach people how to thrive, not just survive, and to create a quality life, not just a life, and one that you actually enjoy. And I'm all for people wanting to do that. The problem with social media and glow up videos and having it be a trend is it's a trend. And people set these unrealistic expectations that are just like, like who who's going to do that? And how are you going to stick to that? Every single day, you need to have a mindful moment. Every single day, you need to meditate. Every single day, you need to do your makeup and look this way and lose 50 pounds and like just all these things that I'm like, life happens. How are we going to do this? And that's the problem is that you're, you're creating unrealistic expectations for yourself. You're also reaffirming low self-esteem. So you're saying, I am not good enough in the way that I am currently. Like it's, it's almost like I'm so disgusted by myself that I need to do these things instead of a loving, like, I love myself for who I am, but I can see the areas to improve upon, right? That's more balanced. I'm all for like improving, not saying we can't do it. It also encourages cancel culture. So the way that it's saying like, um, I saw some where it was saying like, I'm going to have healthy boundaries. I'm going to cut everybody out and do all these things. And it's like, well, like you can't just cancel people out of your life because you don't, 
X, Y, or Z. That's not how this works. You can have healthy boundaries with people, but you can't just say like, you're dead to me because you're not holding up to my glow up here. You're not holding up to my expectations of what my life really should be. And that's the problem that we're having a lot with people and ex- like executing healthy boundaries is they think it means to cancel people instead of just to how can I work around this? Boundaries are meant to be a tool to work with and navigate difficult situations, not cancel people out. Um, it also creates a harsh environment, a judgmental environment where it's, I have all these expectations and people need to adhere to them or I need to adhere to them. If I don't, then all these terrible things. Yeah. No extra comments. You know, I don't, I just, I'm big on internal goal setting myself and self-motivation. So I haven't like fallen trapped to a lot of these videos, but again, it makes sense why these are so popular because social media at its core is basically a game of like, who, like, who am I better than? Like, we're always, we're always trying to make ourselves look really good. And I think what these videos don't show is, well, are the people accountable to say, oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. This is why. And we never really see behind the curtain. Yeah. I think the hard part too is, I mean, Matt and I have talked about this a lot. You're a guy. I'm a girl. So for glow up, I feel like it really does target. I'm not saying it doesn't target males as well. I just feel like there's an extra added sense amongst like females and competition and how we view ourselves and, and view the expectations others have on us. And when we don't meet those, it's almost crushing to our whole identity versus for you. I feel like it's different. Like when I don't hit a goal that like I've told you about or something, it becomes like epic sorries, epic, like meltdowns, all these things. And when you don't, you just go, I'm going to do better. Like it's very separate from your identity versus me. I feel like I failed my relationship. I failed my husband. I failed my life. I'm a terrible human. And you are just, I'm going to do better. Does that sound about right? Mm -hmm. So I think like some of that's your personality too, but I think gender wise, this is a very damaging one, especially for girls. I'm not saying it's not damaging for guys. I just Coming from the girl point, I saw the glow up trend. I was like, oh, crap. Like, like I automatically saw it and I felt like pressure to be like, man, I'm not doing anything. Like, do I need to do a glow up challenge? Do I need to change? And I, I'm not doing it. But I think that's interesting where for you, it's it's a detachment. And I can see why this one is such a problem. For you, it doesn't seem like it's as big of a problem. Yeah. No, I, I think you're spot on there. And I think we're moving kind of to the next subject a little bit. You you put down here about diagnosing self. And I think you you did talk about some of this already where it's um, it's like, what is it? Label sticking, like saying, I am this thing. This is what I have. This is what I am. Um, and like you talked about, it's a pretty dangerous game because if you're a teenager, younger, whoever's making this content and you're not, you said it's already hard to diagnose anyways. And most of what they know about depression, anxiety, ADHD, whatever their eating disorders, and you name it, they're probably not looking at the DSM five. Um, That's which, a diagnostic statistic manual for us to you. diagnose people. I was going to say for our listeners out there that have no idea what that is, um, and to say that they are self-diagnosing correctly, and then the more if it's an influencer, some really popular people, what they're saying, then hundred thousands of or millions of viewers that are going to be that are like, Oh yeah, that sounds about right. And then that's their perception of that mental illness. And then they're carrying that, that stigma or false information. And that just continues to perpetuate. 
Yeah, I think another problem too is that it, then labels become a crutch. We use them as our identity. We use them as a thing to explain our behavior and everything that we're doing. And the minute that you slap a label on it is a minute that you're going down another path that can be really complicated. And that's where it, it's just it's it's messy to label. And then um, it's just I mean it's like WebMD. Every time you're going to go back to the same thing, which is cancer, on WebMD, right? Like that's always that, or it could be cancer at the bottom of like every single thing that you have. Like my foot hurts, my tongue hurts, my tongue feels fuzzy. Like <laughs> everything is going to go back to that. You can see how Taylor thinks. She immediately goes zero to one hundred. Like I when. But that's what that. that's what I'm saying. So we're dealing with people like you, okay, baby. Like when you look at things, do you not go there? Like when you see a oh. label, what do you do? I don't think it's cancer. What do you think it is? I just, I think it's something little that I need to fix. Drink more water. Drink more water. See, but that's where, but what if it was cancer? What if you didn't have Taylor in the background being like, yo, you got something bad? I I don't know. I mean, I guess I have cancer. No, what I'm trying to to say is like we have people who take things very passively and we have people who take things way too seriously. I take things way too seriously. Like our baby was constipated today and I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm like freaking out and Googling. And then he pooped and he was fine. But I'm sorry, people. TMI about our baby's bowels. But I was like almost sobbing. I'm like, my poor child. (laughs) Like freaking out. And Madsen's like, he'll be fine. It'll be fine, right? And that's where it's a great balance between the two. But if you don't have a balance between the two like that, if you have two either super passive or two super um, super crazy, I don't know what else to label myself besides crazy, um, but I'm not. But just super like prone to be cautious, then like you can end up in a different pathway, which is a problem with labels. If, if you're labeling yourself or not labeling yourself you may need one or the other and that's why you need an expert involved and not social media who is an experts for non-experts for 91 percent of it Hmm. but what these videos look like right today is someone they'll be like a kind of like a a point of view but they'll the ones i've seen to be like oh i'm feeling this way or i'm I don't have any energy. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I must be depressed. Or and they kind of yeah. like listen to things and say that. That's common. Or like I can't sort. I don't know. Like sort my my fridge is always messy or something. I feel like that's when I saw my ADHD. And it's like honestly, you may just be unorganized in a crappy fridge controller. Like I don't know. Um, but for our house, yeah, if the fridge is messy, that means my ADHD has been really bad and I haven't used my coping skills to do that. That's where, yeah, so if you're seeing these videos and like, oh, I'm not getting out of bed or all these things, I must be depressed, that person or you could be getting bad labels. Mm. Okay, so watch out for those videos. I just think this is so funny. I give you good content here, baby, and you just go keep like your brain stays focused. How do you do that? It's it's a beautiful thing. Well, I was thinking about our fridge with a person with ADHD. I will say one video I did see that helped me understand. It was like a, a ADHD people in their fridge or something. And and this is totally Tay. They talked about making sure that you put things like that you need to use often not inside your fridge drawers because ADHD individuals will forget that they're there and they'll go bad. And you'll just have a lot of wasteful things like that you you won't eat. So I've been very mindful of making sure that Taylor's cucumbers and carrots and things are where she can see them so she can access them. And that helped me to understand, oh, this is why sometimes we buy this thing. And then she just completely forgets about it. 
You know, I think that is something we probably should acknowledge because I am just sitting here ratting on all these videos. There is goodness to these videos, which is why people have found them so helpful. There is a way to like social stigma is social mental health is destigmatized, right? Like socially people are understanding each other more. They're understanding these mental health issues like Madsen, who you can see the very big difference between how we conversate versus how me and sister conversates of it's much more focused, much more interactive. Her and sisters are like Gilmore girls where they're talking about one thing for like 10 minutes. I'm like, why haven't we moved on from this? Or they'll call each other like eight times about little things. I'm like, we could have addressed this in like one session. Yep. And that's where, I mean, I think it's pretty fun that you guys get to see both styles of my conversating because I can be focused, but it's not super normal. Um, but we get you're pockets right, my brain, of focus from Taylor. We get pockets. That's- yeah, but that's because I have ADHD. But then I think it's interesting. The more that Matson's seen some of these videos, it's helped normalize in him, helped him understand, oh, this is the way Taylor thinks. I understand this more. And that's where there are good things with it. I just would say, like, these are my cautionaries. Like, don't fully label yourself. If you haven't seen a, a mental health therapist and you haven't, or like a, a professional and been diagnosed with these things, then you don't say you have that versus I have been diagnosed. And when Matson comes to me and says, is this why? Then I can be like, yeah, that's why. And then it rats out all my secrets. It's fine. All right. The last one. This one is like super big. Yeah, this, this one's, one's going to take a hot the, minute. When I was looking, I was, this one seemed to be most popular and, and pretty prevalent, in, uh, especially amongst teens, from what I can remember. Oh, teens really like to use this word. Go ahead. I I mean I was gonna say I'm not so you're you're more versed on I think it's like impulsive thoughts and they're saying oh if I but we haven't even said what it is oh we're talking about intrusive thoughts the yeah you you're so focused what happened oh I thought I already said it I am sorry audience uh, we're talking about intrusive thoughts and these videos from what I remember I maybe it's it's like oh I I see a knife on the kitchen table I wonder I wonder what that knife feels like and then you're like you're like then you grab the knife like oh I wonder if I wonder if I like stab this table what if I stab my cat what if I stab my brother and then they're like am I am I a bad person am I a murderer and correct me if I'm totally wrong there Tay but I think if a lot of videos are like these bad thoughts that what if I act on them and then yeah. what does that mean in society am I a morally bad person and yeah. I think most of the time they're like completely off bases. Yeah. Sometimes it's like intrusive thoughts wanting me to put my hand in the pickle jar. And it's like, no, that's impulsive control. Like not. So intrusive thoughts, the definition of that is ideas that come to, um, to mind unwanted or uninvited. It's unwanted thoughts, images, impulses, or urges that can occur spontaneously, or that can be cued by external or internal stimuli. This is from the anxiety and OCD center, as well as the Nebraska medicine. So those two are the uh, literal, medical definitions for us, right? So if you really want to get like an example, you're right, but Matson, where it's um we're like saying punching a baby. Like if I was someone's like, I just want to punch a baby, they would say it's an intrusive thought. Not quite, but that <laughs> don't punch a baby. <laughs> it would be like, I mean maybe it would be like there's a knife there. What if I stab it in my eye? What if 
I hurt myself? What if I punched a baby? What if I was a bad person and punched a baby? It's usually along more of the verbiage of what if I did this and what would happen or like, how is this going to go? Like, what if I punch a mirror and get glass stuck in my hands? What if... What's the problem with the videos that we see online though? Because they just are random like me where I'm like, oh, I had a thought, a random thought I wanted to punch a baby. Like I am having intrusive thoughts right now when it's not really that. You had a random thought that you wanted to punch a baby. Are you stuck on that thought? I just used to say that a lot as a teenager. So <laughs> I don't. I'm caught it. <laughs> There's so many things to say on this one. Like you wanted to punch a baby a lot when you were a teenager. Why? No, I just. It was a joke because I think it's some you show say that, that you we now watched, have like, a baby. Are you gonna punch our baby? Oh, I love him. I know you do. He's little. He's little man. Little precious, and we got also call him sausage. A little sausage. We adore our baby. No. Um. Oh my goodness, that's. It's funny. No. Um, The intrusive thought is more along the lines of a thought that you've latched onto that you can't get rid of. So there was an example in this. I really like this podcast and I think they're done um, recording now. It's called Invisibilia and we can link it for you guys. The first episode that or the second, it was like one of the first few that I listened to. This man had undiagnosed OCD, OCD thought patterns, and he would have a thought like he was watching narcos and he was like what if which narcos if you don't know is for narcotics about the people who drug mule and all the people that are like drug dealers and that and he had this thought of what if i was like that what if i did that to people and like he could not let that go he's like what if i hurt people what if i'm unsafe and it just kept going over and over in his mind and this thought that he an intrusive thought is one that will not go away it's not an impulse control issue it's not one that you can't just like say like like Matson's we we know baby that you're never going to hurt a baby right like that's just why when you were a teen you said it cuz it was from some show or something and that was just something you said but you also know fully that you have full control over your behaviors full control over your ability to do things and that's where um that's that's the difference between the two is that people who have intrusive thoughts don't fully know that they have control don't fully believe that they can stop these thoughts and they just haunt them all the time so when people say intrusive thought had to put my hand in the pickle jar like no you just wanted to put your hand in the pickle jar like okay um and these are like something that is very deeply like like OCD based. So it can be kind of offensive to some people if you're like, just another intrusive thought. And it's like, no, people who actually have intrusive thoughts cannot let these thoughts go. And it haunts them all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's, it's, I guess, individual, like it's a popularized thing amongst teens where it's like cool to talk about. I think that when they don't really understand the severity of someone that actually has this and the debilitating effects of what that really means. Yeah. So like if we're doing a medical intrusive thought, it's intense. If we're doing like, yeah, you had a dumb thought and it went in and went out of your head. That's like, get over it. It's just a thought pattern. We all have thoughts coming in and out of our heads and we just let them go. That's how our thoughts go all the time. We get a stimuli, we think something, we move on. Very interesting. I have learned a lot and I will not watch these videos ever again. Oh, yeah, you're going to ban them from your life. I mean, they're entertaining sometimes. So I've seen them too. It's just more trusting in the fact because a lot of people come to me and like, I have intrusive thoughts. And then they'll tell me this and like, you don't have a medical definition of intrusive thoughts. You have normal thoughts come in, thoughts come out. That's great. Just leave them. Don't get fixated on them because you're going to create a worse problem if you do than if you don't. So just like let it go. Yeah. That's I think it, 
It's like what you talked about earlier, just coming back to all this is if you're having watched a lot of social media videos and then you come out of thinking, oh, I, I have anxiety or I must have ADHD or I'm depressed because of X, Y, and Z from what you've seen, maybe stop. And if you're really starting to feel the way and you don't go to therapy, maybe look into that um, or maybe do some more reading on those subjects and look at those symptoms more to confirm like maybe I should go see a therapist. Things Don't just take social media at face value. Um, and even if you do see a reputable video with a, a therapist or something that you, you do check on, seems accurate, do further investigation and get yourself checked out as Tay always talks about. Just don't assume something and let social media be your guide. Messing on him soapbox. Get it, babe. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, those are the basics. I think, like Matson said, the biggest goal is to just be aware of what you're intaking and what you think is valid and credible and not. We, I mean, we both had to do billions of papers and psych on this and we was like, where's your resource? Where is this from? Like, and every single time we had to go back to proving that this is our resource. This is where it's from. This is valid or not valid. You don't have to do it on social media. You can just make up stuff. Heard it from Exactly. Bill. You can just say this is what it is and I'll say it is because that's what I'll say it is. Heard it from LaFonda down the street. Thank you, Napoleon. <laughs> La- Laquisha. Jaquilin. Are you going to sing the La Fonda song now? Um, Is okay. that a song? I didn't know that. But he, La Fonda has a song in oh. Napoleon. Yes, I love technology, but not <laughs> as much as you see. Always <laughs> and forever. There you go. I sang. Hey, Savvy. Thanks, babe. I'm going to go to, I'm going to audition for The Voice. Check me out. It's beautiful. All right, my friends, I think that's it for this subject. Uh, this is a big subject, though. So if you guys have more questions on social media, have more thoughts or need more information, we're always here. Parents have a lot of questions on how to do application of it. If you want an episode that goes more in-depth on application and age development that lines up with how much use you should give your kids and how much time you should give your kids, let us know. We just don't ever want to like keep hitting a subject over and over again. So let us know we're more than welcome or more than more than willing to do a a thing for you as always um find us on social media we're on spotify apple or anywhere that you can listen to podcasts so hit the like button and we thank you for your support bye bye